Good day to you fine people of God. I'm Pastor Cole McClendon coming to you from Central Assembly of God, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. I trust that you will find great value in listening to this message today. My hope is that you're encouraged and strengthened by the word given and that you will return to this site frequently to listen in. Be blessed. This is week three, our ministry of helps, and we're going to get right into it. We're excited to get into the word of God, and let's just do this thing. So the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 12, verse 12, this is our foundation uh, scripture for the whole month, really. The Bible says, for as the body is one and has many members, but all the members of that but one body, being many are one body, so also is Christ. For by one Spirit we are all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and have all been made to drink into the one Spirit. For in fact the body is not only one member, but many. If the foot should say, Because I am not a hand, I am not of the body, it is therefore not of the body. And if the ear should say, Because I am not an eye, I am not of the body, it is therefore not of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would be the hearing? If the whole were hearing, where would be the smelling? But now God has set the members, each one of them, in the body just as he pleased. And if they were all one member, where would the body be? But now indeed there are many members, yet one body. And the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. No, much rather those members of the body which seem to be weaker are necessary. And those members of the body which we think to be less honorable are these which bestow great honor, and our unpresentable parts have greater modesty, but our presentable parts have no need, but God composed the body, having given greater honor to that part which lacks it. And there should be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care for one another. And if one member suffers, all the members suffer with it. Or if one member is honored, all the members rejoice with it. Now you are the body of Christ, and the members individually. And God has appointed these in the church, first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, after that miracles, then gifts of healings, helps, administrations, varieties of tongues. Are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, are all workers of miracles, do all have gifts of healings, do all speak with tongues, do all interpret, but earnestly desire the best gifts, and yet I show you a more excellent way. So we're here talking about the ministry of helps, and how you, being part of the body of Christ, are called into the ministry of helps to help your local church fulfill the vision that God has given the senior pastor. And today we're going to talk about three benefits of being a part of the ministry of helps. Because when you plug in as in the ministry of helps, you are furthering the kingdom of God. And you are doing the work of the ministry, whether you know it or not, as a greeter, as an usher, as a nursery worker, any of these positions... You're helping further the kingdom of God. Why? Because you're helping the word of God go forth and it's changing people's lives even unto eternity. Because people are hearing the word of God, they're responding, they're getting saved, getting healed, getting delivered, and you're playing a part of that because you're helping facilitate the move of God. And so let's get into the three benefits of serving and being a part of the ministry of helps because whether you know it or not, God has placed helps as as a ministry gift to, to help you personally, your family, and, and anybody who accepts Jesus and comes into the family of God as a son of God or a daughter of God, 
God has placed it there to help people, to give them a purpose. And that's number one. The one, number one benefit of being, becoming part of the Ministry of Helps is God gives you a purpose in your life. And your purpose is found in getting connected to the body of Christ. Because outside of that, outside of the body of Christ, outside of Jesus, there is, there's, it's up and down. There's no stability. There's no um, straight. The Bible says the, the righteous are on a straight path. The righteous go from glory to glory, glory from faith to faith. So when you're off that path, it may, you don't know what you're here to do. People don't know why they're on earth. And when you begin to plug in in the ministry of helps, you plug into that part of the body of Christ in which you've been gifted, then all of a sudden God is able to use you in such a way that you are being molded and shaped and God begins to pour purpose into your life because you realize you're part of a bigger picture. You're, part of, you're, you're stepping into the plan of God because every single one of you has a gift. And the Bible says your gift will make room. For you and make and bring you before great men. So when you place your gifts into the master's hand and you allow him to use you, you begin to be formed and shaped and used for God. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that wonderful? You know, you may ask yourself, well, I don't know what God, he saved me, but I don't know what he wants me to do. And I don't know how I fit in his plan. Start with the ministry of helps. This is the place in which God births things in you um, and you're going to grow you're going to change you're going to excel in the things of God when you plug in because these ministry of helps is a place I can't stress it enough revelation a repetition brings revelation is why I keep repeating myself but I cannot stress it enough it's the place in which God begins to to reveal things to you you know and God has given every single one of you who are watching me and listening maybe by, by podcast later. He's given every single one of you gifts, talents, things in which God has entrusted you with, he, certain things that no one else can do. And why did He give you those? He gave you those to further His kingdom. He gave you those to um, put your hand to something to bring Him glory because we're made in His image. And you're made in God's image, the Bible says. So when you're operating in your gifts and talents, you bring glory unto the Lord not only to those who are already saved in the body of Christ, but it, it, you're a sign and a wonder to those who are unsaved, and you are a light to a, to a broken world, and then people want to accept Jesus because you're operating um, in that place in which God has destined you to be. And, you know, really, many people are searching for purpose. I mean, even in church, some people have been in church for a while, and they're still searching for um, for purpose, and I want to encourage you today that if you uh, if you're really searching for why are you here, ask yourself where can I plug into the church more? Because when you plug into the church, God's going to use you, and you're going to you're going to hear from God because you're placing your heart in a position where you're you're saying, you know what, Jesus, you gave your all for me. I'm going to give you my your my all for you. And when you do that. Your heart is open to receive from God because you're pouring out. You're giving of yourself. You're being a living sacrifice. You're laying yourself down for His sake, for His kingdom. And then when you do that, God begins to pour into you. Because as you give out, as you give of your time, your efforts, your everything that you do, then you're, you're making room for God to pour more into you. And that's the purpose of ministry of helps. Is It's an avenue in which God can fill you up to pour you out. To fill you up to pour you out. And as He fills you up, 
dream your dreams come back alive you're you're you know you see things that that God's going to use you in and, and then you you begin to dream again you begin to see you know the Bible says that when we come to him like children you know think about your children they they have big dreams they there's no limits to them they don't understand um, the things of life in which hinder adults but that's the place which God wants to, us to be as believers where we can believe big again and and as you plug in, you serve Him, you pour out, you begin to, a joy comes back to you. You begin to have joy. You begin to love what you, you're doing because you realize what you're doing is affecting people's lives for the good. You're affecting, you're, you're helping win souls. You're helping um, do all these things because you're lifting the hands of others, of your pastors and, and of the other leaders. And they're able to preach the word unhindered. And when they do, people accept Jesus and uh, your friends uh, who have been believing for their family members to get saved come to church and they answer the altar call and it's just such an amazing time to see because um, you've been praying for them and, and because you are a help to that day you are an usher you're a greeter you're a uh, nursery worker you're whatever it is you can you can say you played a part in that and and that's exactly what God has intended it to do is to give you a place in which you can be part of a bigger picture and you can be a part of making an eternal difference and that's what number two is so the three benefits of being a part of the ministry of helps number one you get purpose number two the kingdom of God is established and I already started to get into that but you when you understand when you read it Acts 6 1 through 7 and um, we can just go there right now there's no rush so let's flip over to Acts 1 uh, 6 1 through 7 Because I want you to understand that you are helping um, in making an internal difference. So this is a time uh, when the, the apostles needed help, and this is what they did. In, uh, in uh, Acts 6, 1, Now in those days when the number of the disciples was multiplying, so people were coming in, a lot of people were joining the church, um, they, they needed help. And so then this is what happened. There arose a complaint against the Hebrews by the Hellenists, because their widows were neglected in the daily dis distribution. Then the twelve summoned the multitude of the disciples and said, Is it not desirable that we should leave the word of God and serve tables? Therefore, brethren, seek out from among you seven men of good reputation, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. But we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. So, this is just the first part. I'm going to finish the scriptures, but... What's happening here is the, the church is multiplying so much and there's an area in the ministry that's being neglected because there's a lack of help and it's falling upon the, the apostles which their main focus needed to be the word of God and being in prayer for the people who in which they are pouring into because God has called them to a higher, to a higher place. Not that they're more important than the people who are helping them but they are the ones God has chosen into the fivefold ministry, like I just read to start out. Some apostles, some prophets, some teachers, some pastors, some evangelists. So they fit into the fivefold ministry. They were to help equip the saints for the work of the ministry, but they're being bombarded by a, another type, uh, branch of the, that ministry in which they needed help. So what did they do? They found seven men full of the Holy Spirit with good reputation, to uh, oversee it, they did. They uh, delegated 
authority to them in that area because they needed help. And then let's see the results of that. And the saying pleased the whole multitude, and they chose Stephen, a man full of faith of the Holy Spirit, Philip, Prochorus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmians, and Nicholas, a proselyte from Antioch, whom they set before the apostles, and when they had prayed, they laid hands on them. And then verse 7 is, is the, is the punchline. Then the word of God spread, and the number of the disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem, and a great many of the priests were obedient to the faith. So what happened because, they, because people began to help out in the ministry, began to help out in the other branches of the, of the main ministry, um, which in our terms today you can think of the pastors needed help maybe in the, the nursery department or the kids' department or the, or the youth department or the ushers' department or the greeters or whatever it is, you name it. It's a branch of the main ministry, which is the Sunday morning service. They needed help. And what happened? The word of God spread and the number of disciples multiplied. When you help out, when you begin to help out in these areas, the word of God is spread more and then the church is multiplied. People are getting saved. People are getting discipled. So think about that. You're not just helping your congregation. Think about this. We have podcasts that go out from this church. It affects other states. People who are listening, they're hearing the Word of God. It, you could be affecting uh, another country. Who knows who's listening to the... We have the live stream. You know, imagine you're impacting other people's lives around the world. What an awesome thing that you are, you are helping establish the kingdom of God by helping out in these other areas where... Imagine if, if the senior pastors had to do everything, you know? They, nothing would get done. In the, the main message, they would, they would never have time to prepare the main message. They would never have time to pray, to intercede for the people who's going to be listening to the message. And therefore, the kingdom of God cannot be um, progressed. It cannot be, the, the word of, cannot be preached effectively like it, could, like it should be. So you are impacting thousands of lives and potentially millions as we push these things out and people hear. So you're helping establish the kingdom of God. That is another benefit. And like Pastor Cole said on Sunday, there is a reward. There's a crown of righteousness for those who help out, for those who serve, for those who are putting their hand to the plow in the kingdom, no matter what capacity that is. And you are building jewels and precious stones and things that you will lay at the feet of Jesus one day, and it's because you plug, you decided to plug in and help. And on that day, you'll, the Lord will say, Well done, thy good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Jesus even will say, Well done, thy good and faithful servant one who serves. So start today. If you haven't, maybe you're watching and you're saying, I haven't plugged into the ministry of helps yet, but what I'm hearing is really encouraging me to do so. I want to encourage you to don't wait another day. Start today because eternity is keep, God is keeping track of everything. Eternity will show what we do for him. And you will want to have jewels and you want to have things to give Jesus. You want to have a crown of righteousness to throw at his feet and to, and to, to worship God with. And the, and keep it in mind, like I already mentioned, you're affecting other people's lives that's not even in the, not even there in the service. You're helping facilitate that, and that's what's awesome about it. You're helping further the kingdom of God. So number one, your purpose is found for why you're here. Number two, the kingdom of God is established. And number three, you will reap what you sow. And I want to talk about on the good end of things because 
we sometimes people talk about, well, you'll reap what you sow on the doing bad things and whatever, which is true. But let's talk about what if you decided today I'm going to start sowing good seeds. I'm going to start sowing good actions. I'm going to start sowing uh, my time into the work of the kingdom, which we're talking about here, Ministry of Helps. You want to start sowing um, good things into the kingdom because you will reap. You know, Jesus even talked about the parable of the talents where one had five and multiplied them to ten, and one had two and multiplied them to four. But one had one talent, and he decided to bury it. And a lot of times you hear that and you think of uh, you think of money, which is true. Jesus is talking about money there. But you could also think about it in the sense of what did you do with your gifts and talents um, that you could do? You know, for example, maybe you're good at carpentry or you're good at, um, you know, fixing cars or you're good at doing something. You know, you know, whatever it is, you're, you're a good leader. You're a... You're a good spokesman. You can speak well. You can do things well. You can set up things. You can do hospitality well. You can look at things and you can place things in certain places to make things look really nice, right? That's a that's a gift. That's a talent. What if, what have you done with that to teach someone else to do that too? Have you multiplied those gifts? Have you multiplied those talents? I want to encourage you today to do so because God didn't just give you those gifts and talents for you, but he gave you those gifts and talents to teach someone else. And when you begin to multiply yourself, you begin to take what you've had and teach someone else, there's benefits that come with that. And you will reap what you sow. So you, if you're sowing into someone else, you're, you're training, you're teaching them what you've known, what you know how to do, and they're, they're grabbing it. Guess what? They're going to teach someone else, and they're going to teach someone else. And especially in, the, in doing the work of God, if you're teaching someone else how to do what you know how to do in the, in the kingdom, in the church, and they teach someone else, and, and maybe they leave this church or leave the church you're at now, and they go and help another church. Guess what? You're a part of that work, too, because you taught them what they know, and they're teaching someone else, and they're teaching someone else. And then ultimately, the kingdom of God goes back to point number two. The kingdom of God is being established. The kingdom of God is being, uh, the word of God is being preached. Souls are coming in. And imagine the compound interest in which you're having by sowing into someone else's life, your talents, gifts, and everything else. And, and God is not a liar. The Bible says, let his word be true and every man a liar. His word is true. You will reap what you sow. And when you sow your talents, your gifts into the kingdom of God, into your church, wherever you're at, as you serve, you pour into someone else, God takes note of that. And God is a good uh, record keeper and eternity will show. And you will know for sure that uh, you impacted God God's kingdom here on earth, you impacted people's lives for eternity, and you'll have precious stones, uh, crown of righteousness. You'll have those things. I cannot stress it enough because a hundred years from now, it will not matter um, what maybe we, uh, what we've done in the sense of, or what we have, but it matters of what we've done. So I said, what you do for Jesus matters. What you do for the kingdom matters. And we are believing that people grab a hold of this that on that day they'll say he'll say well done thy good and faithful servant enter into the joy of the Lord and I just want to encourage you as we close today plug into the ministry of helps you know these three things these three benefits they're going to help you not only in this life but it, you're going to receive the rewards in eternity and I'll you know write them down never forget them and those who like you know I'm going to pray for those who are struggling with purpose that God would open their eyes or their understanding that they would see their gifts, their talents, and they would know where to plug in in their local church, whether here at Central or somewhere else, and that they begin to use their gifts and talents. 
and maybe those who, who uh, you know, I'll pray, you know, that those who um, haven't been sowing good, good seeds into the, with their time and their efforts and talents, that God would, God would begin to use them and open their eyes and that they would begin to sow uh, into the kingdom, that they would begin to multiply their talents and everything. And then you always remember, never forget, you are helping establish the kingdom of God here on earth, getting the word out, and you are part of souls being saved, people's lives being changed, and healed, delivered, set free. So I want to pray, and I'm going to believe that God is going to touch you right where you're at, whether you're listening on podcasts or you're watching on this video. Father, I just thank you, Lord, for every single person that's watching God or listening. I thank you, Lord, that even now you touch them, Lord. Let them feel your tangible presence, the anointing of God. And I thank you, God, that you've called them for a greater purpose. So for those who are believing for you to show them their purpose, I thank you, God, even now that you open their eyes or their understanding, Lord, that they know exactly what to do, where to plug in, God. And as they plug in, that you would pour them, you would pour into them, Lord. As they pour out, you pour into them. As you pour out, as they pour out, you pour into them. And I thank you, God, that those, Lord, who have been sowing good seed, Lord, who have been faithful, who have put their hand to the plow, God, that you would bless them supernaturally, God. Lord, that they would receive a harvest on that which they've sown, God. And that you would you would bless them super abundantly, far more and above they can dare ask or think. And I thank you most importantly, Lord, that your kingdom of God is established. Lord, that souls come in like never before as people plug in, as people help out, God, as people put their hand to the plow. Lord, that, that, they, that even eternity would speak unto what they've done. And we thank you, God, that not one person listening or watching would enter into heaven without any precious stones or jewels, Lord, but they would have gifts to give unto you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I love you guys. Um, thank you so much for watching and listening. And then I also just wanted to throw this out there. I'll encourage every person who is in the Ministry of Helps. This book here is called The Ministry of Helps Handbook by Reverend Buddy Bell. Read this book. It's going to help you uh, to be a better uh, helper as well as it's an impartation of the anointing of God to be to serve. So again, I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next week, we'll see you then. I hope you've enjoyed today's message and that it has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening in. If you have met Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, would you please connect with us either at our website, www.centralfamily.net, or perhaps give us a call at 610-865-0577. We'd love to hear from you. Also, if this has been that kind of a blessing to you, would you consider blessing us with a financial gift to make it possible for us to continue to do what we're doing here and taking the gospel not only to the lehigh valley but around the world we want to do our part in reaching the people that god has entrusted to us with the gospel of jesus christ you can help us with your financial gift or sowing a seed to this ministry god bless you have an amazing day remember you can reach us and give through www.centralfamily.net.